Here's what's coming up for Memphis Wrestling. Join us tonight for our next free watch party at Dave & Buster's. Watch WWE SummerSlam with us. It's absolutely free. Plus, we'll give you a free game card. Then, September 5th is our next live TV taping featuring NWA Women's World Champion Camille. Meet Camille at our VIP experience. Tickets are available right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. After all the matches, meet us at Dave & Buster's for AEW All Out. It's free to watch. September 9th, it's our Memphis Wrestling Mayhem on the Midway at the Dyer County Fair with live Memphis wrestling starting at 7 p.m. and wrestling is free with fair admission. And September 26th, don't miss our Halloween television special. You never know who or what might show up. Stay up to date and informed and get your tickets now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. want the best you got the best the best little wrestling podcast in the business all episodes on www.stspod.club this episode is also brought to you by spunkloop.com remember when you're getting funky like a monkey I mean, you Spunky, that's right. Go to www.spunkloop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. Music is my life, and I bet it's yours too. After all, we're all very complicated beasts. You're not just into wrestling. You're into other stuff, too. And that's where the record store comes in. I've got a thousand CDs or so, and I've been a rock fan for as long as I've been old enough to go to, well, the record store. So every week, I close my eyes, stand in front of my collection, and randomly grab a CD. Whatever I pull out. It could be old. could be brand new. It's what I cover in that episode. It could be anything from Asia to Yes, from John Cougar to Elton John, from Rumors to Weird Al's Greatest Hits. You just have no idea. I do a little bit of homework on the artists, talk about what they mean to me, and who knows, maybe I've had a chance encounter with one of them. And finally, I review the album track by track. I might confirm that it's one of the greatest albums of all time, or I might conclude that buying that album calls for me to have my head examined. Who knows? So join me, Lance Levine, twice a month right here at the record store, and let me remind you how much the music means to you as well. This podcast is also brought to you by Manscaped.com. That's Manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code STSPOD20. STSPOD20. I know my.
from 304 Studios in Jonesboro, Arkansas for Dino Mike. Lance, how the hell are you? You know where I'm at. I'm in the CM Punk Ice Cream Bar Studios here in Chicago, Illinois. That's right. You can find these on eBay for how much? How much are these going oh, for? Oh, I see. I, I don't know if it was eBay, but it was a bidding site. It looked like over two hundred dollars for an ice cream bar that so we how got. Good was, how good was that, Lance? It tasted that like a-, a normal ice cream bar. It was a you know. Well, that's horseshit. Vanilla ice cream bar on a stick covered in chocolate. It tasted like something you would just get from the grocery store. But I, wanted I have this sweat. cool label that I brought home after I ate the bar. I wanted the sweat of Phil Brooks. Phil. We call him Phil. because Phil, right. you're yes. on the inside. You're an insider. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Real quick, we did earlier today, we did Rolling Into Mempho. It's on the main feed. It's actually on our Facebook site, all of that. And we're doing something. This is the very first time it has ever happened. Uh, we're recording two shows live, streaming two shows live in one day. I've recorded one time. I recorded like three or four shows uh, and put them in. What did I say? Put them in the can. So we put them in the can. They were evergreen. Yeah, yeah. But this is the first. Time, <laughs> this is the first time we have ever been streaming to in within a couple hours so big deal big deal for me it's pretty cool uh you were there live so what we're gonna do is yep. we're gonna do it just like we do all of our dynamite shows uh and rolling into mempho show you was there live i was watching it on tv so i'm gonna give my hits for the television version you're gonna give a hits for live version guys stick around for patreon if you're not a patreon subscriber i got some other questions for lance but only the patreon people get that so we're going to do this uh in round table format hits. even though there's only two of us so it's more of like a straight line table well, it's you, like an end do, table you do know rhino jv and i do a round table format every that's week, true so it, more like uh, a living living room table not a not a round go. table uh, hit so misses. rampage. You're talking about rampage. You haven't even mentioned can, what show can, I was at. So AEW can, rampage. Can I actually talk? Can Go I ahead. talk? All right, thank you. I appreciate you. Sir. <laughs> yes, we're reviewing rampage. For some reason, you hate me calling this show dynamite. You keep saying, right. but it's rampage. It's rampage. <laughs> it's two different Dino, shows. Listen, dying. Oh my, is everything AEW? We review I the pay per views. We review everything AEW. A-E-W. Or AWA. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing hits, misses, MVP. What do they want to see next week or what do you want to see next week? And thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, and we'll start with you, man. Hits. What do you got? What do you got? So I thought it was going to be an AWA like watch along with John McAdam. Oh. But I was, I'm confused. So all right. I'm so the hits. Coming. So the hits of being there live. It was amazing. And I, I I did go back and watch the TV version this morning, and I'll we'll compare notes on that afterwards. But you know, the they taped the first two hours of it. I, I'm gonna include the first two hours of it because they taped dark before Rampage. So I mean I could if you want, I could only go with Rampage stuff, but I'm going to include- go with Rampage. We'll talk about the other stuff on Patreon. So, guys, Patreon's $3. Come on. So, okay. So, the hits of just Rampage, aside from what I'm going to get to is the obvious choice. On my list, the hits are the free ice cream bar at the end of the show. We got the free <laughs> ice cream as we were leaving out. So, that was plus. That was a plus. Uh, my buddy John's comment when Jurassic Express came out to the ring, and John is not, you know, he's he is one of those lapsed fans that this was supposed to appeal to. We love you, John. We love you, so John. John's comment when Jurassic Express came out is, hey, who's that little kid? 
<laughs> meaning Marco Stunt. You so do I had to explain the whole in. concept of Marco Stunt. Right. How well, small he's not very he really was. He's so, tiny, man. We stood right next to him and talked to him. He's tiny. So, okay. So those are the minimal hits outside of, uh, you know, some other stuff that we'll mention in the Patreon from the, uh, from the dark taping. But obviously the runaway hit of the night was the punk, you know, the whole experience with punk, the whole presentation um, right before they went on the air live, they played the bulls music, which in oh, the, wow. in that arena, you know, that Alan Parsons project that the huge, bulls were so huge, synonymous huge. for. Right. So they had turned the lights down. They started playing that bulls music. And so you felt that kind of electricity building right then. And they had a countdown clock. It was like at two minutes or whatever on the screen to, before we were going live. So the whole presentation was perfect. I think, you know, my thought coming out of it was that guy in that building, in that city, it was magic, you know? And I was trying to think of other combinations like that. I was thinking maybe Bruno in Pittsburgh after a long layoff, Bruno showing up in Pittsburgh, the road warriors, obviously in Chicago, got the big pops, Brett, maybe in some Canadian shows after he came back from various extended leaves. But I thought that was the perfect presentation. Just the whole atmosphere of it and everything. We were talking about like, were they going to do it in the middle of the show at the end of the show? I think it was obvious they did it at the beginning of the show because they had no idea how long it was going to end up going. And so by doing it at the middle, or I'm sorry, at the beginning, if the crowd wouldn't let him talk and there was cheering for three solid minutes and he couldn't talk and it was going to get delayed, then they could run as long as they wanted and just trim time later. So I just thought the entire thing was just absolutely perfect, um, perfect presentation. We all knew it was coming. Everybody expected it. And yet they still excited us and captivated us with the moment. And he did, you know, punk mainly. And just the presentation of it was just absolutely perfect. So that was my uh, big hit, obviously. Big, big hit. Yes, I agree 100%. I remember me and you sitting at All In and saying that as we were sitting there, we always kid around about they're going to lose their shit when the music starts because we yeah. thought, well, maybe Punk will come out. Uh, also something that we said, and we said it on the podcast when we came back, that we felt like there was something special going on during that mm -hmm. show it felt like this is a real change and then it, it, it kind of took a little bit for it to start happening but mm -hmm. i kind of felt like that uh last night it's like there is really something going on in the rest of yeah. business and i was reading an article yesterday and you do you know who alan moore is no comic book mark watchman he did the watchman he was a writer for okay. the watchman uh, he had a comment talking about the comic book industry and how he always tried to change the characters, but everyone, they don't want really, they don't want new stuff. They want mm -hmm. the old stuff. They want the, you know, and that's kind of like the rest of the business. I see the age of the people being pushed right now, but as a fan, I mean, I'm loving edge. I, I, I yeah. like it every time they bring back Goldberg, but this guy is somebody that makes me feel good because I was a fan of him. Mm -hmm. Always a big fan of him. I started being a fan of him during his run against Samoa Joe during yeah. those matches. <laughs> um, it just, I don't know, man. I hate, I, I, this is professional wrestling. And I don't give a shit. I cried. I don't know. And I only cried because he was crying. Right. He I was so like into it. it. I felt it was real. And you don't get a, and that's the main thing I got off, came from it is, this is real. His feelings yeah. are real. And um, 
couple of notes was also he hugged Frank. Did you see him hug Frank? Yeah, Frank the Clown Sands makeup. And he, did you see? Did you notice who Frank was next to? It was that stupid Brock Lesnar guy wearing the same shirt he always wears at all the shows, trying to get right, right, right. But he still so, hugged him. I thought that was pretty neat. There was three or four ladies he hugged to, and I didn't know. My who they guess were. on that was family, either family of his or AJ Lee's family. I'm not sure, but there was definitely immediate recognition there. Like you know, it's my sister-in-law or sister or whatever. Right, right, and then the. That Fat guy guess. from uh, the fat guy that they always make fun of, the uh, Asian guy. I, I forget. What oh, his Masa, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, the, he hugged him. Another hit for me. I just want to. The whole segment was awesome. Yeah. But that Canadian super Canadian destroyer, that fucking Jungle Boy took. <laughs> I thought they killed him. I yeah. thought they. I was like, oh, I kept watching. He kept holding his neck. And I kept saying, was he going to move? Because at first, I didn't even think he was going to move. But that was one of those things, was oh, shit kind of thing. Uh, and while I'm watching that, you said, John said, look at that little kid. The one thing that about Luchasaurus that I hated at first, but now it's almost like he's the uh, high-flyer cane. Like, he's a okay. character, but then he can actually do all the moves and stuff. Yeah. So I really got where I like those two guys and. And, and look forward to seeing some of that stuff. All right, your missus, because she was there. I, I did enjoy that match, by the way. It was a little oh, clunky in spots. It oh, was yeah, some clunkiness. There was that spot. In fact, leading into that destroyer, when uh, Jungle Boy is just sitting on Luchasaurus for like yeah, yeah, seconds, yeah. seconds waiting. The timing was off in that spot. But otherwise, the match was fun. Went exactly what I expected, but it was a fun match. So, okay, yeah. missus, on my list. Let's see. I'm going to sound like a, a nitpicky Richard on this one, but there's not much to miss on this show. There wasn't much to miss. Um, I'll talk about the dark stuff in Patreon, but my biggest miss, and that, like I said, that's a it's a Richard level nitpicky, is that the time of the the punk segment took so long they had to shave so much time off of most of the rest of the night. So they had to take time off of the Kiara Hogan and Jade Cargill match that. I mean, that went like two minutes. So, I mean, that's where they took away most of the time. I felt like the main event got some time lopped off of it, too. Like the Moxley match, I felt like that was a little bit short to me, too. So my only complaint, and this is very minor, is that maybe this segment would have worked better on Dynamite, just simply from the standpoint of timing. You know, they have two hours on Dynamite. They could have done... They wouldn't have had to shave as much and made the show so completely aborted besides that segment. You know, I just feel like you've got two hours to play with on Dynamite. It, I still would have wanted it in Chicago, obviously, because that's what yeah, got yeah. that pop. But I just think that it would have been better on Dynamite. The more watched show also, as far as the ratings go, I think it would have been better on Dynamite than on Rampage. But I get it. They, you know, they already had the, the building booked and everything. So, and it's a really minor complaint. Also, the 2.0 appearance, that, that's another mess. Well, this is I, what I'm going to talk about. My miss is with the two matches that, you know, they were a little bit shorter. But yeah. Kara Hogan, why use her in that spot? Yeah, yeah. That bothered me in the sense that you're a big fan of hers. I'm not a huge fan of hers. But I think she's got something. She's got the it. She can talk, and there's a lot. Yeah. Of, I mean, I bet there's a lot of guy people in the WWE that can't talk. She's got something. She's a little girl that has just everything. She's got it going for her. Good looking yeah. girl, and also is not bad in the ring. Why squash her? Yeah, that was my miss. Yeah. And my miss also is, and, and I don't hate him as much as you do, but <laughs> I don't. I, Daniel Garcia, he is as boring as. Uh, 
Saber Junior's uh, Saber <laughs> Junior part. He's that boring to me. He is just. I know he can wrestle. Yeah. His story, Lance. His story. This kid's story is pretty damn good. He broke both legs from a car wreck. He came yeah. back. Talk about a feel good story. But there's nothing. Nothing makes me excited about him. Uh, and here's something else. Let me just tell everybody that was at that arena. Everybody watching this show. I looked over at my TV. Like you can see my TV. Over there on the TV, over there. nobody, nobody watching this show or in the arena thought he was going to beat Moxley. So no. why put him in that position? I don't know. And I want to tell you something. I should have said this in hits, but John Moxley looks like a man now. He's yeah. got a little fat stomach hair all over his man. He looks like Bruno. So he, he reminds me of the body. He stopped manscaping. That's what happened. Yeah, he did. I don't I know remember what happened. One time at WWE, he had got so skinny, man. And it was just like he wasn't believable anymore. But he looks like a real man. Him and uh and Kingston scared the fuck out of me. So yeah. I, I wouldn't real, I wouldn't real say good bad call. Word. Real good call on the Kira Hogan thing because right. I was I was complaining about the fact that they trimmed so much of it off the match because obviously they uh, probably had another five minutes planned. But good knows. call on that because you're right. I mean, she just left Impact and like you said, she's no you know work rate warrior or anything, but she's an That's interesting character. Yeah. She's got a big mouth. She makes for a good heel. Um, and like you said, in terms of her looks, she's got it. But she's somewhat of a real solid package, you know? So I they've think- had her get squashed three times now. She's been in for like three days. I assume she wants to be there because her girlfriend, Diamante, is there. So I assume she wants to be in AEW. She left Impact for a reason, you know? So I don't think she fits the mold of NXT. I don't think she's planning on trying to go there. This would be the perfect fit for her, but they've squashed and- her three times. And this yeah, one looked yeah. really bad because she got like no offense in whatsoever because of the, the length of the match. So really good catch on that one. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, – I hate it. But, you know, and like I said, you know, every time you mention her name, I give you hell in text because I'm not huge. But but I'm also – that guy can look at things. It's the same thing. I'm not a huge – I will not be a huge fan of 2.0. But – and I told you this. I think I told you this off air as we were talking – waiting on somebody that no showed us, uh, is that they remind me of uh, of the Ruchos. Yeah. And I was never a fan of theirs, even though they got more wins than these guys are going to get. But they are solid. Like, I guess two or three years from now, we may go back and say, you know, they're just having solid matches, blah, blah, blah. But there's so much more talent there, and it makes me wonder. Now, I've heard some of the backstory, and I – Dude, if if I knew if I owned a big company and, and my my best friend uh, quit one of the other companies and he's his wife's having a baby, I would you know I would probably give him a job and and, and help out. But that's kind of what. But right now, as on the screen, with those guys getting all the main events, main events thrust into know, the main event picture and rampage. And it's probably going to have a huge rating. So, all right, MVP, so, I already know who you're going to say, but go no, ahead. No, you me. actually don't. I switched it oh, up. Well. I switched John? it up. So, John? the obvious pick, you know, it's a no brainer. So, I'm going to go a slightly different route. I'm going to go Tony Khan as my MVP because he made this whole thing happen. Um, he appeared, and I'm going to speak about things that happened off camera immediately before the show went on the air. He came out and he did, honestly, he was so hyped and so energetic and so thankful to the crowd. He was in tears. He was like a blithering, emotional mess, thanking that audience for being there tonight and believing in us and coming along for this ride. 
and thanking the crowd right before, like within literally probably about three minutes of when Punk actually came out, because it was at the very beginning of the show. So he was on the ramp doing that and thanking everybody. And then immediately after the feed ended and the show went off the air, they had the the guys that you saw in the ring. It was Sting and Moxley and Eddie Kingston and uh, Darby. They called him out to say, thank you, Tony Khan, for making all this possible. So And Chicago lost their shit for him as well. And they went crazy applauding and cheering for Tony Khan. He's He doesn't belong on TV. He's not particularly a great character for TV. I think he looks like a goof played, on those impact spots. Bang. He played yeah, on a Big Bang Theory. Exactly. Right. So yeah, yeah. he keeps himself what? off TV for the most part. He doesn't come across, for a billionaire, he doesn't come across like an egomaniac. And Chicago just absolutely loved him. Probably the second biggest pop of the night was for Tony Khan. So I'm going to go with Tony Khan as my MVP for making all this possible and making it happen. So Awesome, awesome. Good, good MVP. You know me, I got to go with Punk. Like I said, we we talked about this forever, that he's one of my favorite. I remember, like I said, we sit there saying they're going to lose their shit, and they did lose their shit. Uh, the crowd was just unbelievable, and he was just so you could. Like I said, I said this just a little bit earlier, and the the word the moment was real. And when the moments are real, then mm-hmm. you get the. And I, I think with uh, Daniel Bryan retiring, uh, Edge retiring, I remember those moments being real, mm-hmm. and it was you know. But this guy coming back and and explaining to everyone, it wasn't that he didn't like AEW. It's that he just didn't like the wrestling business, and he mm-hmm. just really didn't know whether he when he came, which I thought was really cool. And being honest, when he walked out, is he really going to like what he feels in the ring? Mm-hmm. And at the point that he started tearing up, it, I mean, he win an Oscar if he was just faking it. Uh, I knew right then he he missed the business as much as the business missed him. Yeah. So and welcome I, like- back. Welcome back like you said about the real emotion, I mean, there, I mean, I know some of it got caught on camera, the guy crying, there was the guy in the stands that you saw shot of for like a second or two bawling. And then there were people dancing like all around me, there were people like literally dancing and stuff because they were so excited in the moment. So it just the real emotion, like you said, not only from the fans, but from punk as well. Did you you say John, John kissed you? What? No, John was not dancing uh... either. Nobody else. There was no kisses exchanged. So don't let Margaret's husband listen to this. All right, my bad. My bad. All right, so, what are you? What are you uh, look looking forward to? Forward to um, let's look I, at Rampage. Let's. We know Punk's going to be on Dynamite, mm-hmm. uh, but we kind of. You can go for the whole week. What do we look forward yeah, to? I mean, in AEW for this. I week? don't. I don't have a long list of things. I just. I'm so heated in this moment of punk right now the summer of punk that i'm looking forward to the next steps that they take with him baby steps on each of the shows obviously what it looks like is it's going to be a singles match with darby at all out i really thought it would be a tag so that he could take a little bit of a breather in his first match in seven years and that sting could take a breather so i thought it would be a tag and they would just figure out another guy to put with uh, punk but it looks like it's a singles match. So he's getting thrown right into the fire in two weeks at all out. So I'm just looking forward to the baby steps of the progression of the character. Is he going to start laying the groundwork with feuds with Omega, with Moxley? You know, he mentioned there's still some uh, unfinished business in the locker room. So that I figure Moxley, you know, I don't know who else that entails, but I'm just looking forward to whatever they do in terms of laying groundwork. Because obviously he wants to work with Darby. They laid the seeds on that a couple weeks ago. They started having Darby talk about the best in the world. So that'll give Darby yet another good rub like he gets from Sting. 
to elevate him even for, wasn't Darby high on our list of breakout stars at one it point? It was, but I remember us talking, uh, especially with Richard and Josh, I was talking, I think you were on one of the dynamite shows, very first dynamite show. Uh, and I dynamite, I'm sorry. And we were talking about if they do this right with Darby Allen, if they yeah. do this right. And there was a period of time where I was like, Oh, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't, but mm -hmm. they were laying the groundwork. Just mm -hmm. uh, Tony Khan, you know, whatever you want to say, this guy is, uh, he's just like us. He yeah. just, you know, the he's brain a is fan. constantly thinking about wrestling. He's a wrestling fan. Uh, and, and that's where that's where we got it. What I look forward to is I'm actually excited about this tag team tournament. See who we lead. I really believe it or not, I've got behind Jungle Boy and Jurassic uh, mm -hmm. in Jurassic Park. Is what I was going to say. Uh, I'd like to see them go through it and win to put that cage in that rematch from a couple weeks ago. Uh, so it, that's what I'm looking forward to. And with Punk. Uh, you know, he's going to have dynamite. They're going to have two hours. Is he going to come out and, and uh, are they going to do the other 20 minutes, you know, with him? Or is mm -hmm. it just going to be, uh, or is Darby Allen going to come out? Things like that where it makes you, I love it when I don't know what's going to happen. I right. just absolutely love it. And I'm and just excited about it. It's episodic where you're hungry oh, for yeah. that next show to find out what the next progression is. And that's exactly what I'm talking about in terms of punk. I want to see what the next thing is. Because he even said at the beginning of the promo, the pipe bomb 2.0, as I call it, um, he said, we have you know good news and bad news. I have a lot to say, but I'm not going to be able to say it all today. So obviously he's going to get some more of these segments where he gets to spill his guts. So this week uh, they're in Milwaukee, which is right in our backyard. So I'm sure the pop is still going to be really great. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what kind of reaction does he get when he's not in Chicago? You know, let's say even take Milwaukee out of that when they go down south or they go out west or wherever, east coast, wherever. Let's see what kind of reaction he gets. It, it shouldn't be the same as Chicago. But then again, I was watching Smackdown this morning and Edge comes out for the opening segment. And I think they were in I don't even remember where they were, but the place lost its fucking mind for edge on the opening promo against uh, Seth Rollins this weekend. So I think, I think it's just wrestling hey, that's fans, tonight. especially that's yeah. tonight, SummerSlam. You can go to right. David Buster free watch party in Memphis. You get a there free you uh, game card. There we I go. Just think up, up. With the year off, as far as the fans go, I just think that everybody's just so hungry to go to shows and to like see live events again. So I agree. Not, I totally I'm not agree. saying that Edge doesn't deserve a pop like that. He does, but I was shocked how in how enormously loud it was for Edge. You know, so people are hungry for wrestling. That's what I is. told Misty that I said that this is the wife, the live crowd, the wife, the wife. I'm sorry, yeah, uh, kayfabe. Uh, I was like, the live crowd has really made, and it's, I mean, we were in Newport, Arkansas last mm -hmm. Saturday night, bunch of people there, everybody having such a great time. It was just yeah. awesome. It felt good. Uh, all right. I, I know the answer to this, but we got to ask you anyway, thumbs up or thumbs down. Well, so thumb, thumbs, you know, I wrote it. I, you know, I always write it down on my notes before the show even starts. It was thumbs up, but I have to say. The end justified the first two hours, and we can talk about that on the Patreon, but the first two hours was maybe not a thumbs up, but the segment with You're Punk watching and then, dark. We're, right, we're exactly. So I'm that? saying thumbs up for the night despite the first two hours. Rampage, the show on TV. Yeah, yeah. Thumbs up, yeah. thumbs up. And I'll thumbs give up. Orange Cassidy thumbs up. That was like, <laughs> 
All right, guys. Thank you. If you are a Patreon subscriber, you're going to get all the other stuff. If you're not, shame on you. $3. $3 a month, and you'll hear all the other stuff that happened and in the arena that night that shit, wasn't man. on TV. Yeah, and all kinds right. of prizes. That Manscaped 2.0 or uh, the Lawnmower 4.0, you know. Pipe bomb 2.0. $80 value. $80 value went out to Brino Lasto. This That's right. Month. You can all win, right. too. Say bad time, same bad channel. Two shows in one day. He's On a, a he's a wrestling machine. podcast in the business. Be there. Be there at SummerSlam, free watch party, David Busters, and I have, Lance knows. I, I love I have, my Oh, mama. yeah, that's right. I have fun everywhere I go, and maybe I'll show up at David Busters. You never know. In Memphis? It's a long hell of a drive. It's quite an Uber, but I might just do it. <laughs> Here's what's coming up for Memphis Wrestling. Join us tonight for our next free watch party at Dave & Buster's. Watch WWE SummerSlam with us. It's absolutely free. Plus, we'll give you a free game card. Then, September 5th is our next live TV taping featuring NWA Women's World Champion Camille. Meet Camille at our VIP experience. Tickets are available right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. After all the matches, meet us at Dave & Buster's for AEW All Out. It's free to watch. September 9th, it's our Memphis Wrestling Mayhem on the Midway at the Dyer County Fair with live Memphis wrestling starting at 7 p.m. And wrestling is free with fair admission. And September 26th, don't miss our Halloween television special. You never know who or what might show up. Stay up to date and informed and get your tickets now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. Try free delivery for selected local businesses on Uber Eats. If you use the code EATS-BRIAN-T24790UE, that's EATS-BRIAN-T24790UE, you share that code, I'm sharing it with you, you get $20 off a $25 order and $10 kickback comes to us here at Shooting the Use a breach now! Did you enjoy that episode? Cash App us, that's right. Dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. Cash App us, $1, $2. If you Cash App us over $12, I'll give you one year of Patreon for free. Graphic design is very important. Your logo is the first image potential customers see. What kind of impression would you want to make today? Need a podcast logo or a t-shirt design? KT does art. Her name has become synonymous with quality and professionalism in the graphic design community. She specializes in graphic design, painting, and more. She provides affordable commissions and professional quality with a timely delivery. Contact KT via email at KT underscore does art at yahoo.com. Check out her Instagram at Instagram.com slash KT underscore does art. Hey, that was another great episode of Shooting the Shiznit. We're currently looking for contestants for who wants to be the best Shiznit or ever championship 2021. A shout out to our sponsors this month. And also, we have Patreon or at www.patreon.com slash shooting the Shiznit without a G. 
A big thank you and a shout out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling, Between the Sheets, and Gene Jackson at LocalsToLegends.com. You can reach us on Twitter at ComicBookMarkBT, Instagram BT Shooting the Shiznit without a G, Facebook Shooting the Shiznit with a G, and we're also at Cool Kids Wrestling and MMA Talk. You gotta ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. That's right. And you can get all the archives to all the episodes at www.stspod.club. All right, let's do a roll call of my favorite podcast. So, my favorite non wrestling podcast would be Who's Right Podcast, Paul Boy's Podcast, The Official Podcast, Man Brain Podcast, I'm Fat Podcast, and my buddies over there, Richard Josh at P3 Radio. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. And remember, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.